Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good morning on this October 1st, which looks to be a gorgeous fall day, folks. You know, I told you last week, and, you know, get your sweaters out. The The weather's coming, and it looks like Indian summer's going to be here this week. That's pretty nice. We deserve it, right? Well, I can't thank you enough on a Sunday morning bright and early to tune in. I can't every week, week in, week out, whether it's Saturday at 10 or Sunday mornings at 8. I can't thank you enough for tuning in. If I'm not here, one of my really incredible colleagues will be here. I know I won't be here next weekend, so you'll have a couple dynamic personalities that will give you as much information as I do. We had a great show yesterday, a lot of questions. Hopefully today I can answer your questions. So if you have any questions, any questions whatsoever, the phone lines are open. Zach Harris, my long-term, long-time producer, is willing, ready, and able to get you up on the board so I can talk with you. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Well, let me tell you, I am glad September's behind us. Goodbye, September. Goodbye, third quarter. Boy, the first six months of the year, tell me they weren't spectacular, right? You know, the NASDAQ was up over 40%. You had the S&P up 20%. Man, oh, man, we were kind of um, getting a little giddy, weren't we? Absolutely. The markets don't go down forever. And last year was that perfect storm that I talk about. And bonds and stocks went down. It was just there was no place to hide. No matter, no matter how you were invested, you lost money last year. Come heck or high water, you did not make money last year. And then October, we bottomed out just about a year ago now, a year, almost a year. In a couple of weeks, I think it was October 12th to be exact, we bottomed out. And wow, the markets have come screaming back. And, you know, as I said, the first six months of this year, the markets were really, really, really um good but um you know the third quarter not so good you know if you look you know since since the bottom almost a year ago you know the, the, the heck the the, the the qqq is is up almost almost approaching 40 percent you know nasdaq is up 20 percent you know the the, the growth index um up about 20 percent the value index about the same Equal weight, and this is important, the S&P equal weight over the last year up about 12% compared to 20% for the S&P 500 index. And equal weight, equal weight NASDAQ is up 
just about 24% compared to about 35, 36% for the NASDAQ. And, 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 and I bring that up because, listen, when, when you look at, at your portfolios and you look at the S&P 500 index, you got, we talked about it yesterday, some of the magnificent seven companies. I mean, these companies are rocking it. You got Apple that makes up 7% of the S&P. Microsoft, almost 6.5%. Amazon, 3%. NVIDIA, 3%. Alphabet, which is Google, about 4%. Tesla, 2%. Meta, 2%. There's the magnificent seven. But when you look at the equal weight, each and every one of those, each and every one of those have an equal weight. That's where the name comes in, equal weight. 0.22% of the index. So when you, when, when you put it in perspective over the last year, the S&P is up 20%. That equal weight index is only up approximately 10, 11%. So it's lagging. And the same with, with NASDAQ. The, the numbers are more astonishing with NASDAQ. When you look at the magnificent 70s, they're all in NASDAQ as well. Apple makes up 11% of, of, of NASDAQ. Microsoft, 10%. Amazon, 5%. NVIDIA, 4.5%. Meta, 4%. Google, 6%. Tesla, 3%. The top 50 of NASDAQ are 50%. The top, or I'm sorry, the top 10 of NASDAQ represents 50% of the index, 50%. But when you look at the equal weight, they all once again have equal weight. And that comes down to about, you know, you're getting about 1% of each holding equally. That's where the name comes in, equal weight. So there you have it. And if you look over the last year, you know, and this is the, this is good. From from October 12th, QQQ is the leader. It's one of our top holdings. It's a core holding for us, as you hear me say often. Until I'm mentally incompetent, and 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 Marty, John, and Ryan tell me, "Hey, Steve, you know, just sit back. We got this." Or I'm dead. We'll probably always have QQQ is a core holding because the index is, I call it our growth index, and it gives us a weighting to technology because that NASDAQ, um, when you look at the, at the sectors, technology makes up 33% of it, 33% of um, NASDAQ is technology. And I call it our growth slash technology index. So, you know, up 36%. Since since the low of October 12th, S&P, as I said, um, is is up almost 20 percent. You got the QQQ equal weight up about 26 percent and the S&P equal weight is is lagging at about 11 percent. We need that equal weight to come up because we can't have the magnificent seven carry the load and that's what's been going on this year since really the bottom of the market the equal magnificent seven has been carrying the load we need other companies to kind of come in and carry their weight so that this broad stock market rally is truly a broad stock market rally where you have mid cap small caps you know stocks that that aren't 
so weighted, heavily weighted in, in the respective indexes. When that happens, then you know this market is ready to take off. And I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that that it'll happen and it'll happen sooner than later. Um, you know, year to date, man, the equal weight index for, for the S&P is, is, is not, not doing so good. Um, it, it needs to really kick in there and, and do better. 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. If you have any questions, folks, any questions whatsoever, give me a call. I'm going to take a quick, quick um, break, and it's only a 15-second break. I'm going to get a sip of Joe Java coffee, better known as, and I'll be ready to take your calls on the other side of the news break. One, or I'm sorry, the short break. 1-800-825-5949. That's right. I'm Stephen Boucher. I'm sitting here live, hopefully giving you some good information. You get one opportunity to retire. I want to make sure that you're prepared and that you are going to live the quality of life that you always dreamt of. You work for decades, folks, decades. And why shouldn't you have a nice, nice retirement, a career in retirement where you can do what you always dreamt of doing? 1-800-825-5949. So yesterday I wasn't too kind on our elected officials, was I? You know, I, 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 I didn't have a whole lot of nice things to say because I'm so tired, so sick and tired of them taking these these government shutdown, the scare, that, that the, the fear that they instill in, in people, especially our mature, you know, our, our mature neighbors, the elderly that are living on Social Security. They when they hear that the government's going to shut down and not pay its bills, first thing they think is they're not getting their social security check. And can you blame them? You know, this is what the politicians do. They instill fear. They they are both battling, trying to get what they feel is their fair share. And they pushed it right to the right to the brink. And listen, we've been we've been through ten shutdowns since nineteen seventy seven. Even if we did go into a shutdown, we'll come out of the shutdown. But unfortunately there's a little fear that runs through investors' minds because they think that the government is is coming to an end. It's not. Maybe some of the politicians should maybe retire and let's get some fresh blood. I am all in favor of term limits. There you go. I'm not here to talk politics, but I am in favor of term limits like there's no tomorrow. Um, get some fresh blood in there before people can hang in there too long, be too powerful. Remember, when they first get elected, they go to, you know, shaking your hand and kissing the babies. And then when they get too powerful, you can't even get near them because they're surrounded by by um, security. So they finally came to a resolution that um, 45 day funding bill. I know they can't make it permanent, right? 45 day funding bill. So they're kicking the can down the road. I think the markets will rejoice tomorrow. Usually it does because that that 
dark cloud is not hanging over the head. So let's hope we have a nice day in the markets tomorrow. 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Any questions, any questions whatsoever, um, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. Yesterday was an amazing, an amazing day in the markets. We had so many, so many good questions and, you know, all across the board. So I can't thank you enough, folks, for tuning in and being a loyal listener. I try my best to give you a good quality show, good information that you can go out or at least, you know, if you're doing it on your own, I'm at least planting a seed, maybe being your devil's advocate. If you're working with an advisor, I'm giving you some ammunition to go talk with your advisors to see if the advice they're giving you is right for you. As you know, we're a fiduciary. We only care about what's right for our clients. We don't have any hidden agendas. We are fully transparent. We disclose everything. I can't begin to tell you. And I've surrounded myself by a team of 19 other professionals, and I've coached them. I've mentored them. They they are exactly a clone image of myself, and that means a lot to me because when when a client engages our services, I take it very, very seriously. And being a fiduciary, I've been a fiduciary for now over 30 years, over 30 years I've been a fiduciary. Back then, nobody knew what it was. I loved working with my clients. I just didn't like earning commissions, 6% commission for selling annuities, 5.3 quarters percent commission for selling mutual funds. I just did not like that. So I became a fiduciary, and we are truly true professionals when it comes to the relationship. 1-800-825-5949. Give me a call. Any questions you have? So on Friday, the S&P, um, you know, fell and the worst month so far this year, uh, S&P was down about 5%. NASDAQ QQQ was down about 6% for the month. And it was also down for the quarter. You know, when you look at the quarter, uh, S&P was down 3.65% for the quarter. NASDAQ Composite was down 4.12. Russell 2000 was down 5.5.5%. And I say that because that's the mid-cap, small-cap index. Remember what I said a few moments ago. You really, really want to um, see the rest of the market partake in the, the rally. Um, so we need the Russell 2000 to do better. We need that equal weight um, QQQ and S&P to do better. But for the quarter, so here you have the NASDAQ composite down 4.12%. QQQ, and that's what you buy. When you buy NASDAQ, you're actually buying the 100 largest companies. That was only down 3.06%. So it, it outperformed the S&P, which was down 3.65. QQQ was down 3.06. Um, one reason why our portfolios held in there for the quarter, we didn't lose as much money because we had that allocation towards QQQ. It's an important index, an important holding in our portfolio. Bonds are down too, folks. Year-to-date, bonds are down over 1%. There you have it. First time maybe in history that bonds may be down two years in a row. That's never happened. 1-800-825-5949. Let's go to the phone lines. We have Mike and Troy. Hello, Mike. Hello, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing wonderful. On you. Great, thanks. 
Um, question on the indexes. You had mentioned the uh, S&P 500 and the, was it the QQQ. Um, yep. With the S&P 500, when I look at the returns on that over time, it seems like that's a good investment um, to buy an index, uh, either, I guess, an, an EFT or the index. And um, just, that, you know, when I look at picking individual stocks and even recommendations from various um, firms, it, it almost seems like the S&P is a safer and uh, you know, broader bet. So I guess the question, you know, what's your thoughts on just investing in an S&P and should do, do an index or an EFT? Maybe explain the difference between the EFT and the index. Yeah, so absolutely, absolutely, um, you should you should be um, in, investing in an index. It's our core holding, the broad stock market index. So that takes into consideration not only the S and P but the mid cap and small cap index. Last year, that was down about nineteen point five percent. The S and P was down about eighteen percent over the last ten years, Mike. The S&P was down twice, once in, in 2018, down about 4.5% in 2022 last year, with dividends down about 18%. If you look at your 15-year average return, year in, year out, that includes the Great Recession where the S&P was down 50%. It includes COVID. Remember COVID? Oh, my God, we can't get COVID out of our mind. It's, it's rearing its ugly head again. But three and a half years ago, COVID hit. The S&P was down 34%. And then last year, the S&P with dividends was down about 18%. So you had three major bear markets because the S&P was considered in a bear market last year. It did touch 20%, which is the formal um, definition of a bear market. You had three major bear markets, corrections, three recessions. Your average return is 11.22% over that that time. And the same with the total stock market index, just about the same, 11%. QQQ is another one of our holdings, and your average return is 17% over that same time period. This is why we own QQQ, and nobody, and I mean nobody in my firm will be able to tell me to underweight QQQ, no matter how volatile it is, because QQQ last year was down 32% when the S&P was only down 18%. But year to date, you know, QQQ is up 36% when the S&P is, 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 is up 13%. So there you have it. I said yesterday, I almost had an identical question yesterday, Mike, and I recommended to the gentleman. He wanted to help his daughter out, who's 23 years old, a Roth IRA. At that age, she should be 100% invested in the stock market. Close her eyes. Don't wait in time. This is a good opportunity to get back in. We're optimistic the markets will be higher. And I would split between the total stock market index, which gives you broad representation of large cap, mid cap, small cap, and QQQ, which are the 100 largest companies in NASDAQ. And you could put that on autopilot and watch it go. Now, we we do a whole lot more. We underweight and overweight different sectors. So when we look at our U.S. stock market sleeve, we're always outperforming the market because we're just doing a little bit more. But for those those investors that just want something that they don't have to worry about, QQQ and the total stock market index would be the way to go.
Did I lose you, Mike? Uh, nope. Okay. Yep. No, thank you. That's uh, that's definitely did, helpful. Now, did I put I, you I to sleep? Nope. Nope. I'm, uh, I was listening attentively and taking notes. Uh, All right. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Do you have another question, um, or did I help you? Well, I'm just, I guess you know, with the the index. Now you're you're actually buying an index. I, I hear folks talking about buying an EFT instead of uh, an index or a mutual fund. So. So let me um, explain the difference. And you did ask that question a few moments ago, so I'm sorry I didn't um, get to it. An ETF is an exchange-traded fund. We manage over a billion dollars on behalf of our clients. We don't have one mutual fund in the portfolio at the moment, not one mutual fund. We only have ETFs. Now, that doesn't mean we won't have a mutual fund. If there's a money manager we want access to, and the only way we can get to that money manager, it would be through an ETF. Like last week, I talked about Ron Barron, one of the one of the great all-time managers. He has a focus fund. If I wanted Ron Barron's, if I wanted to get into his brain and his picks, we would add a focus fund into the mix. We don't have one at the moment. So ETFs is what we use, and you can buy the index, like if you buy SPY, that's the most popular index, that is the S&P 500 index. We actually use the Charles Schwab Broad Stock Market Index, SCHB. Internal management fee, 0.03%. Vanguard has one, VTI, and um, they're both indexes, both in an exchange-traded fund wrapper, ETF. Now, the difference between ETFs and mutual funds, the average fee, according to Morningstar, for mutual funds is about 1%. Now, if you buy the S&P 500 index in a mutual fund, and let's say, usually it won't be 1%, but let's say it's 0.4%. Well, if you can if you can buy the ETF at 0.03% internal fees, there's internal fees, Mike, in every investment, ETFs, mutual funds, annuities, there's internal fees. So if you can get an ETF at 0.03% or a mutual fund with the average fee at 1% or annuities, it's even worse. Hold on to the seat of your pants, folks. If you bought a annuity recently, you're paying almost 3% internally. That means that S&P has to outperform by that much more to get the same return. So we prefer ETFs. You can also get active managed ETFs. They're more transparent, they're more tax efficient, and we like it. And last but not least, you're right. 65 to 85% of the time, stock pickers, those stock jocks that are out there buying and selling stocks, can't outperform their benchmark. And most people should be compared to the S&P as their benchmark. 65 to 75% of the time, they just can't outperform their benchmark. And this is why... Sometimes having that ho-hum, boring, passive-managed index is the way to go. Mike, great question. You stay well. Be healthy. I love my hometown of Troy. So um, today I'm actually doing the show from from um, Saratoga Springs, downtown Broadway on, on Saratoga Springs. Um, hey, folks, we're coming up to the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Let's Talk Money, brought to you by Boucher Financial Group, where we help our clients prioritize their health while we manage their wealth for life. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The phone lines are open, 1-800-825-5949, 5949 Give us a call with any questions you have. I'll see you on the other side of the news break. It's a short news break. Ah, oh, wee oui, wee, oui, monsieur. Without any further ado. I'm Stephen Boucher sitting here live, folks. I can't thank you for enough for hanging in through the news and i can't thank you enough for tuning in every weekend every saturday at 10 every sunday morning at 8 you just you make doing this show just a joy i get so energized doing this show and trying to help the listening audience with questions and even our clients that tune in every week they get to hear what i'm thinking or one of my colleagues um what we're thinking in the office and it's like you know it's like having a a a a phone conference with them every week so thank you for tuning in if you have any questions don't don't wait give us a call there's no silly question 1-800-825-5949 you know so we're going to go into tomorrow's trading day the shutdown is we kick the can down the road our, our our beloved politicians, elected officials that are supposed to protect us, um, they they found a way of, of of not going into a shutdown. We'll push it off for 45 days, readdress it. Um, we'll 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 come back and have some more fun. You got the yield on the 10-year note hit 4.6 percent. That's the first time since 2007. That's big news, folks. For the last 15, 16, 17 years, you have not been earning any interest, no interest whatsoever, whether it be your savings account, buying a CD, buying a bond, no place to go to make money. For conservative investors that usually put bonds in their portfolio to soften the risk, they found out last year that bonds Bonds can lose money just like stocks. Actually, bonds lost almost as much as stocks. And this year, bonds are down 1%. The S&P, you know, the S&P is, is, is up 12%. Bonds are down 1%. Um, so those risky stock market investments, once again, are outshining all other asset classes, whether it be bonds, real estate, commodities, cash. Those are all different as, asset classes. And over time, stocks do better than all other asset classes. I don't think that's going to change. I mean, 90 years worth of that is pretty good in in my books. And stocks by far have been the best performing asset class. But you got to take years like last year or years like 2018 where where you give back a little bit. 2018, as I shared with Mike from Troy, um, the S&P was down 4.5% in 2018. But over the last 10 years, your average return is almost 12%, the same as for the last 15 years, almost 12% year in, year out with all that volatility. And that's that's how you have to look at your portfolio. One of the callers yesterday, we talked and 
I said, the best thing you can do is have a well-diversified portfolio, put it on autopilot. If it were up to me, investors would get one statement a year, no internet access. They would truly let time do what time does best, and that's really give decent returns in a well-diversified portfolio. 1-800-825-5949. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Dave in Schenectady. Hello, Dave. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Um, got a question for you. I tuned in a little late. My apologies if you already covered it. But I'm wondering what your latest thoughts are on the 10-year Treasury. I'm personally hoping, hoping, praying to see it hit five. I know in the fall you thought maybe it peaked at four, and here we are at four and a half. What do you think now? Well, Dave, you know, it's like being a young guy and, you know, being out late at night. And, you know, you remember that song, Last Dance? And I forget who sings it, but you're, you search the dance floor looking for somebody to dance with. And, you know, sometimes you get, you, you, you get stuck and there's nobody to dance with because everybody's taken. You waited too long. So the moral of the story is I love bonds right now. I love bonds as much as I love stocks. Ryan, my son, who heads our investment committee, just went in and bought a boatload of long-term bonds yesterday for our clients. Ed Wilhelm, our portfolio trader, um, did an amazing job making this work. And listen, two years ago, the yield on the 10-year was 0.52%. 42 years ago, the yield on the 10-year was 16%. So over 40 years, that yield went from 16 down to 0.52%. We went all the way up to 4.2 months ago, and then it dropped back to 3.5. And here we are almost at 4.6 for that 10-year bond. And I've been talking a lot about this. And believe me, folks, I've been doing radio for 28 years, almost 29 years. And you've never heard me talk so positively about bonds as I am now. Don't wait. The yield may go to 5%. I'm in the camp that the worst is behind us. We have a lot of bad news built into the market. We know that the Fed has been talking tough. We know the Fed had 11 rate hikes. They've paused twice now. We'll see what happens on Halloween and November 1st. Will they pause again? I'm guessing they will, although there's a chance that they may hike rates because they have to talk tough. They have egg on their face. Two years ago, when inflation was rearing its ugly head, they came out and said, oh, inflation, it's just transitory. It's temporary. Janet Yellen, our Treasury Secretary, and the White House both echoed what the Fed said. They were all wrong. The reason why? They don't fill up their car with gas. They get driven to work. They don't shop for groceries. They they, they have somebody cooking for them, and they don't pay their heating bills. You and I and everybody listening knew that inflation was real. And I'm talking tough right now on the Fed because they missed the boat. They missed doing their job. They had to make up for it, which is why they're like a schoolyard bully, that tough talk. And that's what Jay Powell has been doing. But inflation is a moving target. It came down from 9.1% last June, came all the way down to 3% this June. 
we're creeping up to about 3.7%, but that's timing. This CPI report for the month of September is going to be huge. And if inflation continues to come down, Dave, I don't think the Fed has to raise rates. So maybe this is the high watermark. I'm not going to say it is because I thought when it was 4.2, I, I have egg on my face too, because I said, I think this is the high watermark for bonds. And it went down to 3.5 and I was feeling pretty good about my statement. Then here we are at 4.6. So I got egg on my face, but I'll admit to that. Um, I'm not sure if it'll go to 4.8, 5, but you can't you can't feel bad about locking in on a 4.6% 10-year Treasury note. This is a good buying opportunity. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you got a little egg, and um, maybe, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe it's time to, to start dollar cost averaging and then hoping it goes up a little bit more. But thanks so much for taking my call. Dave, thank you for calling. It was a good question. Folks, you can hear me. I if if listen, don't wait for rates to go to five percent. They could drop to four before they go to five. So you don't want to be left holding the bag, being that 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 guy at the at the um disco while last dance is playing through the speaker system and there's nobody to dance with. You don't want to wait for that tenure. It could go to five. Absolutely, it could go to five. I don't think it will. And even if it does, getting 4.6% right now, there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, for the quarter, you if you want to put it in perspective, the long bond, 20-year-plus treasuries, is down 14% for the third quarter alone. 14%. That is crazy. The intermediate term bond, 7 to 10, was only down 5% for the quarter. So there you have it. I mean, bonds, this is this is a pretty good opportunity if you're looking to add fixed income to your portfolio. And you want to dollar cost, as Dave says, dollar cost average, we call it, we call it, when, in, when, when it comes to bonds and CDs, ladder of portfolio. Sure, you can buy a a one year for five and a half percent, a six month for five and a half, almost five point six percent. Why would you why would you not want to load up on that? Why buy a measly old US ten year at four point six? Because when that six month and one year comes due, where will interest rates be? If they're lower, you're stuck. You don't ever want to be stuck, folks. You're stuck holding um cash that now you have to invest in a new bond with a lower rate so ladder our portfolio that's what ryan did for our clients on friday we bought some you know two-year three-year five-year seven-year ten-year ladder to portfolio i think it's a good time to to add cds or bonds to the portfolio don't get greedy 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. The bond index was down 3.22%, almost the same as the S&P for the third quarter. The third quarter wasn't pretty. We gave some back. Month of September absolutely wasn't pretty. Um, it wasn't there. There wasn't anything nice about the month of September. Um, you know, the first six months of the year was was outstanding. But still, folks, when you put it in perspective, the Nasdaq is up 35 or 26 percent. But QQQ, and I keep reminding you, because when you buy Nasdaq, you're actually buying 
QQQ, which is the 100 largest companies, that's up 35% year to date. The S&P is up 12%. And, you know, we, you, you know from listening to the show, we, we, I've been underweight international investments for two decades plus. We've been out of them for years. And year to date, the rest of the world, excluding this great country of ours, up 2.9 compared to the S&P, up 12. Emerging markets down 0.4 compared to the S&P, up 12. So we still do not own any international investments. When we look at our U.S. equity sleeve, our U.S. equity sleeve is pretty dynamic. I'm really proud of the work we do, um, the returns that, that, that we get on behalf of our clients and Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'll put our portfolios up against against all others. I'm just proud of the discipline, the methodology that goes into trades that, that we make on behalf of our clients. 1-800-825-5949. So, you know, one more thing on bonds. This could be historic moment if if bonds end down in 2023 it'll be the first time that we hit two straight years of of negative returns um you know that's that that that's crazy um actually three straight years because 2021 the bond index was down almost two percent that bond index was down two percent in 2021 13 percent in 2022 and right now it's down one percent year to date that'll be big if that if that happens um you know so for that safe haven of the portfolios people usually add bonds so they soften the volatility of stocks guess what i'm 65 my wife's 67 we have the same birthday we are 100 percent invested just like our clients the only difference is i'm 100 percent invested in the stock market i'm in what we call our all equity strategy so i'm comfortable listen when when stocks go down i don't i i don't get i i could care less i don't even look at my portfolio don't even look at it. Why should I? I'm human. I'm just going to be depressed seeing paper losses. And that's all they are, unless you really sell. They're just paper losses, nothing other than a paper loss. And no matter how many times the market goes down, the market always comes back and it's always gone on to make new all time highs. This time is no different. Every market correction. A lot of investors say, oh, this time's different. The market's never coming back. Guess what? <clears throat> Excuse me. The market has come back each and every time. I'm going to take a quick 15-second break. Don't go anywhere. Hello, folks. Thank you for tuning in today and letting me clear my throat. It was a little frog, just a little one. That's why I only needed a 15-second break. Just a little frog in my throat. 1-800-825-5949. Um, we had a caller call in, but they hung up. Call back in. Um, 
you know, 1-800-825-5949. So, um, you know, bonds look good. Stocks look good. I said yesterday, I'm optimistic on the stock market. I'm in the camp that I don't think we're going to go into a recession. And if we do, hopefully it'll be a shallow recession. Three, six months from now, we'll readdress this and look back. Hopefully I won't have egg on my face and we won't. But even if we do, folks, nothing to be scared about. So what? We go into a little recession. We come out of a recession. Over time, over time, stocks and bonds will be will 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 be fine. The stock market will recover. It always has. It always will. And that's why a good, well diversified portfolio. You shouldn't be trading it every day. You really should be looking at that portfolio and um, making sure you have. The amount of risk you're willing to take, whether that's, you know, I'm I'm very comfortable with 100% stocks. I don't expect my clients to follow my lead, although we have a lot of clients that do. A lot of clients like myself, they say, oh, I'm working. I'm getting a paycheck or I own my business. I'm, 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 I'm getting profits. That's like the bond portion of my investment portfolio. It's paying me interest. It's giving me a paycheck and I can have my money in the stock market. And we have a lot of retirees that have said to me, Steve, the reason why we have the, the, the net worth that we do is because we've been invested properly through the good and bad days and months and years, and our portfolio is rock solid. Why should we stop now? And remember, folks, we do this for our clients. One to two years worth of what they need over the next couple of years is in a conservative allocation so that when, not if, when that next correction, when that next bear market, when that next recession hits and the stock and bond markets get volatile, our clients don't have to worry. We have them protected. And that's that's important. Don't get greedy when it comes to getting the best returns you can. If you need money over the next 12 to 24 months, pull it out of the stock market. If you are saving for your children's college education and they're a senior in high school, pull it out of the stock market unless you're willing to let it hang in there for the next four years and you may not need it till they're a senior in college. Because if you had another, can you imagine having a 20% correction, having $100,000 saved for um, college and your child or grandchild is going to, going to college, um, you know, a few months down the road and your 100000 is now worth 80000 because the market corrected or 70000 because the market corrected and you got greedy, that hurts. That's money you saved in a in a disciplined way to help pay those college costs. So when, when your child gets to be a senior, you really want to probably go from an aggressive stance to more of a conservative stance. Don't get greedy. It's real important. And as I said, anybody who needs money over the next year or two, that money should not be invested in the stock market. You really should have that money out of the market and push to the side. In this way, time can do what time does best. And that's that's heals all wounds from all market corrections. 1-800-825-5949. Give me a call. So, you know, our number one holding is Apple. 
and you know apple's been really a great holding for us um just just a dynamic holding for us um but you know apple apple is is fighting with china and you know staff from apple met with chinese officials recently and they're they're talking over new rules that will restrict the tech giant from offering many foreign apps currently available on the iphone app store because the chinese government they don't want people to be on TikTok, instagram um some of these social media sites remember it's a communist country and they told apple no 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 you can't have that um so apple's battling with china on that and i think the number one um platform that the people in china were downloading was instagram believe it or not why shouldn't they feel like everybody else around the world well the reason why they can't is because they're living in a communist country um that's why that's why they can't and i listened to a good and you can find this on youtube bill lackman um was interviewed by by um scott wapner of cnbc um scott's one of the one one of the good ones and bill really put it out there that our leaders should be talking with china we shouldn't be butting heads with china we're a 30 oh i'm sorry we're in debt 33 trillion we're a 23 trillion dollar economy china's 16 trillion they're a force to be reckoned with number three is five less than five trillion we need to talk with china we need to have a friendly relationship with them whether we agree with their policies or not let's go back to the phone lines we have dave in the car hello dave good morning steve thank you good morning steve thanks for your service as usual well thank you for calling in what can i help you with yes in two years i'm going to fully retire i do have a defined pension what do you recommend your uh, clients Besides my pension, I want to start hitting up. I have a 457, I have a Roth IRA, and a regular IRA. Do you have a certain pecking order to hit up first? Yeah, usually, um, you know, as, as you know, we have seven certified financial planners, four CPAs, two IRS enrolled tax agents. We do a lot of planning on behalf of our clients. And most times than not, it's always good to let tax deferred money continue to grow tax deferred. Usually you're in a lower tax bracket in retirement. How old are you, Dave? I'm 57. 57? Yes, sir. God bless you. Good for you being able to retire in a couple of years. Uh, my hat goes off to you. Enjoy those, enjoy those years. You worked decades to get there, so enjoy, enjoy those years. Um, but in a nutshell, it probably would behoove you if you're not working with a financial planner to work with a financial planner to come up with a strategy so that you can figure out how much money you should be taking from each of those buckets should you take money from the taxable account first and you have to remember as you approach 65 you know when your income gets too high you're paying more in medicare premiums than you need to there's there's a lot that goes into where you take money from it's not just a straightforward answer sometimes it's a combination of of both as you know um right now you know you can push out your rmd to your you know 70 
72, 73, and pretty soon 75 years old. So I, I don't know why the government increased that because I always thought the government wanted to get their money. This is why they forced people to um, take their RMDs at the age of 70. Um, now they're they're actually letting people take it later. Um, so, so you got a lot of planning to do. And if you have a defined benefit plan, that means you're getting a percentage of your salary. That's that's like having liquid gold, Dave. That is, if you're getting $50,000, we always say to our clients, that's like having a million dollars in in an IRA somewhere that you're drawing $50,000 on. So you need to sit down, do some planning. If somebody helps you with your taxes, do some planning there. Dave, thanks for calling in. We're coming up to the end of the show. You're listening to Let's Talk Money, brought to you by Boucher Financial Group, where we help our clients prioritize their health while we manage their life their wealth for life. I'm tongue-tied. Go to our website, folks, Boucher.com. That's B-O-U-C-H-E-Y.com. Thank you for tuning in today. Come back next Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. on Saturday, 8 a.m. on Sunday. Be well, stay healthy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.